1: Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Hello, and welcome to a new edition of the bowhunterplanet.com podcast. It's myself, Dave Thomas, along with Jamie Nopu. Hello. Tim Mazzarana. Hey, everybody. And today we got a, a really special guest, Jimmy Herman. And Jimmy is a huge hunter, and he's also um, a fiddle player, guitar player for Carrie Underwood. Jimmy, how you doing?
2: Hey, I'm doing great. How are you all?
1: Good. So, hey, listen, I think one of the biggest questions for me in, uh, about you is that, number one, it looks like you play like literally 30 instruments. Can you <laughs> kind of go through? <laughs> how many do you actually play?
2: Yeah, I, I, you know, honestly, I never counted, but um, let's see. On the very fewer, I guess I played, let's see, fiddle, mandolin, uh, acoustic guitar, electric guitar, banjo, mizuki, mandicello, uh, I think that might be it. Wow. What is that? That's pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Seven? Seven? Eight. Those those eight. Eight. Seven, eight. Eight. Yeah, 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 eight. yeah. Wow. So it's like we, we have uh, we we have these giant road gates full of instruments, and I mean, I have one just for myself. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's hold, crazy! You know, they hold they hold like fifteen guitars or whatever. But uh, what's yeah,
1: your uh, most expensive guitar?
2: My most expensive guitar. I really don't have any expensive guitars. Um, probably the one I like the most uh, right now is uh, I've got a Telecaster. Uh, that's like a replica of Weon Jennings. So it's got the whole leather cover and everything. So nice. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm a Kelly guy. I also I love left balls, too. So um, I mean, I got I've I got a, I got a few guitars laying around. So <laughs> yeah, I figure that.
1: What about acoustic guitars? <laughs>
2: what do you like for acoustic? Uh, you know, uh, I've, I've got a couple of McPherson's, and they're they're awesome. You know, I don't I really don't have any vintage uh, guitars really any interest i have some vintage amps guitar amps but no uh, no real old i think the old i think the oldest guitar i have is
1: a 60 i think it's a 63 gretch nice yeah that's cool man yeah last year my uh my family uh uh pitched in and got me a taylor 214 which was absolutely amazing um to get my hands on oh, it and awesome. uh, i know it's a hunting podcast but i'm a huge guitar player so that's why i, f- I feel Honestly. completely stupid right yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there, guys. Okay, come <laughs> on. we got to get the grill out of the room, right? This guy's a musician. That's the biggest thing. Right. Um, can, we, can we talk about some bow hunting?
0: We're getting there. Now? I am
2: I, I, so getting there. I had, yeah, I you, had a Taylor. I think it was a 414.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, that's really, that one, really uh, yeah. top-notch. That's good stuff. Um, last music question. We'll get on to the hunting stuff. Uh, how long have you been playing, and oh, what it. did you start with? What was your first instrument?
2: Uh, my first instrument was fiddle. And I started when I was four, so I've that's wow. 12 years.
1: I asked that because my not wife teaches kidding. piano, so <laughs> I want to make sure my kids are
2: on the right path to be. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I did uh, a couple of shows at Gene Simmons at Longville, and now my son, who's five, he's like the biggest kiss dancer. Like, that's and, like, cool. All day, every day. All day, every day. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> That's that pretty awesome, funny, man. Yeah, that's good.
1: I know you play with a lot of people. I mean, I looked online. I, I saw a lot. The one that threw, the one that like excited me the most, and that sounds crazy to say, but mm-hmm. is Ricochet. <laughs> I love that band, man.
2: Ricochet was oh, really? yeah, awesome. Was at, actually, that was my first uh, gig when I moved to Nashville. I, uh, I I got asked to be a part of that band, so I I toured with Ricochet for I don't know almost a year. Still really good friends with those guys, but like, what is it, Daddy's Money was a big hit? Yeah.
1: I was going to sing it for your buddy's side just to hold off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've got time.
1: Um, So uh, this is an important question. I think a lot of people would ask this question of you, and and what is it like playing in front of that many people?
2: Man, it's, uh, I told somebody the other day, I mean, it's like once you get past, like playing arenas, like once you get past the first, I don't know, 20 rows, it's just kind of like a... blur. I don't know. It's like a blur, like a painting. Do you, or you feel the we heat wave though?
1: Like, like when people are screaming?
2: Oh my gosh! Especially because we play a lot of hockey arenas. So when we get when we get in there and do sound check, I mean, it's it's pretty cold because you know you're basically got you're set up on the ice.
1: Never thought about
2: yeah. it. Um, Interesting. But, but man, yeah, but man, when it's it's packed and it's showtime, it gets blazing hot. You, <laughs> get, you know, you have the lights and all that stuff going. So right. It's, uh, yeah, man, you can, you can, uh... Very yeah, excited. Like so,
0: so what's, what's own, the, man. what's the bigger thrill then? Playing, playing music in front of a whole boatload of people or shooting a deer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good question. <laughs> what,
2: uh, man, I'll tell you what, I get more, I think I get more, I definitely get more worked up shooting a big buck. There you, you go. You know? <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, not that I'm like, uh, desensitized to it by any means, but I mean, uh I've been performing a long time, so uh, it's a job, man. Some, it's a whole some, different thing. Yeah, well some man, some shows are different than others, you know, like we did a we did a concert in Washington DC down um by the between I guess it was between the Washington Monument and Lincoln Memorial there. It was kinda of like you know, that Steven you know, Forest gump where it's like jam type of people. Yeah. Um but we did a show there uh for the military and it was us Rihanna, Metallica, Bruce Springsteen, and M- I think Eminem was there. It's a little uh, bit of a mix. Oh, bring there, it
1: right? back to Detroit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he lives close to us. He's around this area, him and Kid Rock. Those the two big ones in this region. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, so, hey, you yeah. know, tell us about your upbringing in hunting.
2: Well, I grew up in Wisconsin, uh, west west central, so between, like, Oakland Claire and La Crosse, if anybody knows who that is, but uh, in Trumple County, and uh, I just, you know, just went out with my dad and my brother when they'd were when they be hunting, and, uh, you know, I just kind of got hooked that way. So I've been uh, bull hunting, definitely bull hunting, since uh, I was 12, you know. It's just that part of my upbringing, you know what I mean? Like, over there, it's, and it's probably the same in Michigan, but it's like a holiday. You know what I mean? Deer season is yep. almost like a holiday. It's a holiday
1: There's you nothing know? better. I mean,
2: everybody does it. Mm-hmm.
1: I think uh, you know what we've seen over the years, at least for me, is uh, you know I hunted a lot of public land when I grew up, and uh, during that time, I only had a select few friends who actually bow hunted, um, and we mm-hmm. shot bows together all the time, and, and it was a blast. Like that was actually in high school, which is very rare because I didn't. I don't think I knew anybody besides maybe one or two guys who actually shot a bow, at least in, in Metro Detroit mm-hmm. area, and then uh, you know yeah. going out to those lands and hunting um there wasn't a lot of people I'm not gonna lie it was very very oh. but the, the locals would hunt you know that lived yeah. in those regions but the city folk like ourselves yeah. would come up there and then there would be you know we would be the only ones in the woods it would be a little creepy at times to be honest, mm-hmm. be honest mm-hmm. yourself.
0: everybody has their kind of influence whether that's family friends that kind of thing who, who was kind of your influence
2: growing up yeah, it really was my dad my brother uh i mean my, my brother he he runs our, our family farm still um, and when he wasn't, you know, working in the field or milking cows, like, I mean, he was in the woods all the time. And I, I swear, you, the dude's never missed, ever. You know? <laughs> I you know, think so. everybody uh, swears that, though. He's just, <laughs> he's, like, he's one of those guys that, like, is just naturally a great shot, and, you know. Uh, so, he was probably one of my really big, he was honestly was my biggest influence as far as getting into hunting.
0: You still hunt with him?
2: Yeah, you know, um, I just, I try to make it back uh, for the rut in Wisconsin, yeah. but um, I mean it's really I, I go I try to go back almost every year for the rifle season because it's more of a tradition for us. You know, it's not really necessarily like uh, I mean we, we hunt all day every day, but it's not you know nothing's it's not pressing like the rut is. You know. Right. Yeah,
1: for sure. Tell us about um, some of the equipment you're using now. I know you shoot a Hoyt bow. I mean, is there is there Tell us about some of the things you're using. I guess what kind of gear you like, uh, what's out there that you've been interested in, and uh, you know, just some of that good stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been shooting like for the last uh, two, three years, and I, I shoot the um, the Carbon Defiant the nice. thirty four. Uh, I'm a short draw. I'm at I guess, about twenty seven and a half. Um, but I like the I like a longer bow just for the string angle. <laughs> uh, and I also I also have uh, the buck I shot this last ball was actually with a carbon spider. The and it was a 30 inch. Um, uh, and I shot, I shot that buck off the ground and it was awesome because I mean that 30 inch goes like, there's like nothing there, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I shoot, I shoot the Hoyt Uh, I shoot black Eagle arrows, the small diameter, the X impact. Um, and I, I shoot a heavy arrow set up, um, it's pushing 650, 650 grains. Wow! Um, so uh, on a deer, it's like—I mean, it's like a hot knife through butter. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. And uh, if you know, if people are looking for speed, it's not—you know—it's definitely not a speed monster. But if it hits something, it's going to go through it. You know? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, and they're and they're super super stable in the wind. You know, uh, oh, heck so I don't really yeah. get much drift. Much drift. I mean, unless there's like a tornado happening or something.
1: <laughs> how do you even? Uh. <laughs> how do you even find time to hunt? <laughs> it seems like you'd be on tour most of the time.
2: Well, I'll tell you. Last year, I was on tour most of the year, um, so I would pop back into Nashville, you know, every you know couple of days there for a bit. And I, I would just like we played a show in Indiana, um, and I got on the bus, got dropped off pretty close to the house, and I went. I put on camel, went straight to the woods, and go to bed. No. <laughs> um and, and like at that morning I shot my book, was I rattled in, but uh, you know, I maybe had, I don't know, five to eight days of boy hunting here, you know. So yeah. um but when I'm on the road, like if I'm out west um, you know, September you know, we, we have uh in the past we've had a lot of days off in Boise. I say a lot, like maybe five in the year, whole year. <laughs> so um I've got buddies you know, from touring and all that, I've got lots of friends, a lot of hunting buddies who live all over. So if mm-hmm. I'm in town and I've got a day off, I can usually find a buddy and we'll go. You know, nothing else but we'll a scout.
1: That's a, actually a good a good question. So out of all the artists out there and your friends, uh, who who else hunts? It's like a celebrity out there. I know, like Rascal Flats, I think one of the, a couple of those guys might be hunters. And
2: yeah, there's there's I mean there's quite a few. Uh, think off the top of my head, I know Blake Shelton hunts. Um, Brantley Gilbert, I know hunts Oh boy, it's Luke Bryan. <laughs> hey, yeah, well, I know Luke Bryan I mean, hunts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he showed up yeah, to ATA and there was oh, yeah. a liner
1: on the building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. I mean, there, especially like Nashville, man. There's a lot of people that hunt. A oh, lot right. of artists.
1: Do you not? Do you ever deal with like uh, artists that are obviously not country related in Nashville?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you have all kind. Mean, Nashville's like a melting pot. You know, it's like nobody's ever really from Nashville. Everybody's kind of just kind of what is that? Is it a transient? Is that what you say? Yeah, we'll uh, use uh, that. transplant. Yeah, we'll go with yeah. it. <laughs> that sounds good. It's more than two syllables, so I don't even know what it means. So yeah. So <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I mean, but but uh, I've never had anybody uh, like throw a big fuss about it or. You know, tell me how awful I am for hunting.
1: Uh, <laughs> right. A, a good question is, like, uh, what's your most memorable hunt? And I know that's going to be a hard one because, I, I mean, I have a lot of them that, like, really... When I look back at my hunting career specifically, it's been always, like, you know, it, there's so many of them. So, I mean, I guess to you, what would be one that stands yeah. out you remember? Uh,
2: you know, I've always, always... Obviously, growing up in the Midwest, I've always been a whitetail hunter, but um, the first year... I can't say the first. It's so like second year I ever went out elk hunting. I went to Idaho one year and uh, arrowed a 320 bull, um, wow. and just having I, I saw the you know the antlers coming over the horizon, and then the herd turned like right past me at like 45 yards, and I was kind of in the open and uh, like huddled over this rock pile, and uh, this bull came you know bull came out and I arrowed him, and I mean that was that was intense. Oh, that's you know? yeah. That that's was like, incredible. That was that was actually the first bull I had within bull range, uh,
1: so that's actually incredible.
2: That's, 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 I, that's definitely nothing like Alcon, you know.
1: Yeah, I think I think it doesn't matter who you are in life. Like those are the moments that why hunting is so important and and so organic in that sense that you're you know everything's natural and you're out there and you're trying to make something happen and it doesn't matter who you are. You know, I think people get you know. That nobody's different you know what I mean yeah. you get out there and that's the most exciting moment uh when you get that chance I don't care if it's a huge white tailed buck a doe it doesn't matter I mean if you're excited about something it's great um an elk hunt would be yeah. absolutely amazing mm-hmm. you know yeah very yeah. cool well and,
2: and, the, and the thing is it's like no matter you know who you are it's uh there, there's a obviously no guarantees right in hunting so it's, it's basically yeah you know, you're, you're out in the you know, wilderness or out in the, out, you know, in farm country and hunting your whitetails or elk or up in the mountain after sheep, and it's like you're, you're there with your skill set, whatever you've educated yourself with, and then luck, you know what I mean? It's just be, and being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, right. You For know? sure. Because there's not, no animal that's predictable, you know? I mean, you can, you can kind of pattern, you know, animals, but, um, I mean, there's some some guys that are just naturally amazing hunters, you know?
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot, there's a couple of them I can think of. Yeah. We actually just got the phone with a couple yeah, too right. today, yeah. and it's interesting. You know, and, and like a you know, a good interesting thing about the hunting industry, I think people don't realize is a lot of people, um, you know, they in, in, they start from nothing yeah. and they turn it into something. You know, whether like we were saying earlier on different podcasts, but whether it's Hoyt or Matthews, it doesn't matter. When they started from the beginning, these people brought this thing from nothing to what it is today, yeah. which are these mega brands. You know, that people think of when they see them. Um, but there's so much heritage there, you know, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Wisconsin is such a great state for hunting companies. There's so many there that I can think of right off the top of my head, not including Matthews alone. You know, there's a ton of other brands there. Michigan is just so, you know, there's so many brands. The Midwest is so massive when it comes to this industry. I think a lot of people don't realize that, um, but that's the fact. I mean, these companies are here. They're 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 built by hunters for hunters. I mean, that's how it started. That's <laughs> where it goes. How, what are you wearing for clothing nowadays?
2: Uh, I I've been a Predator fan for the last oh man I don't know Ooh, four, another Wisconsin company. So. Another
1: yeah, there you go. Another Wisconsin company. Uh, I
2: mean, it look, to me, it looks cool, and I mean, I've seen it work. I mean, oh it works, works. yeah, oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, we've done a uh, lot of research with the predator brand uh the hood family very good people um a couple years back we did um very intensive um testing with uh ron rezzo one of our hunters uh we we filmed him in all sorts of different scenarios wearing the predator gear and, and in every single one you couldn't see where his arms were or where his legs were <laughs> it was pretty incredible yeah, to be honest yeah
2: it's it is crazy. it's crazy how close you can you can be and still not be able to make out, you know, your arms and legs on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it breaks it breaks pattern up so so well. You know your outline.
0: So do you so have any? I've
2: been
0: wearing that. Oh, uh, good. So do you? I've
2: been wearing a oh, so you, oh, do, been wearing
0: Yeah, no, it's and it, it's a it's a great pattern too, no doubt about that. So do do you have any sort of superstitions before you go out hunting? Is there anything that like you must do like you know some people have have what they eat you know it has to be specific to what they eat before they go out or anything like that? Is there anything like that that you do uh
2: man, not really <laughs> I, I would think you'd lot. strum
1: a guitar real quick before you go out <laughs> or play a fiddle uh, uh, <laughs>
2: uh, yeah I, I should maybe <laughs> uh, man there's not I really don't have any superstition, I don't because. As soon as I pick something up, I'll be like, oh, i, I ruined my chances by doing that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Great point. You Great know? point. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, finding, I think for you, like someone like yourself who's always touring, I, I know you've uh, done a ton of things. It looked like you did American Idol and all sorts of things when I looked up uh, what, what you've uh, played in. So I've, I can see how that can be very demanding <laughs> on your hunting time. Yeah. I'm sure you're at, kind of at call whenever they need you to, you know, Fly out to somewhere to do a show, and um, that, that's that's stressful, yeah. but it's your job.
2: If I if I had to give up something, if, you know, if I had to give up hunting for something, uh, I'm I'm happy to give it up for music. I mean, this right. my career's been I, I, I mean, if you want to call it a career, it's, life's been pretty amazing, you know. Uh, that's so, incredible, I'm, man. No complaints.
1: To be a musician for life is pretty sweet. <laughs> I'm not gonna
2: lie. Yeah, well, I, I mean, just 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 to be able to do what you love.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: As a, as to make a living. Like it's, yeah.
1: I know that you're uh, you're big into fitness too, obviously. Um, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, is it something you do for specifically honey, or you do it because it just makes you feel good, or how how does that work?
2: Well, I guess I've been consistently working out since I was 20. Um, so, I mean, it's been like the last 15 years, really. Um, but I, I didn't get into it uh, like training to hunt or anything like that. I just did it just because I felt good. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. And,
2: uh, I've, I've always been. I'm a small frame guy, so uh, I've always been, you know, trying to bulk up as much as possible. So, uh, really, the only way to do that is to go to the gym and eat a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, so. I can imagine that. Uh, I can also imagine that when we're on a tour, they probably have some really cool like food carts <laughs> where you get like a whole bunch of food and you just grab whatever you want. You, <laughs> I, <want, laughs> I want all yeah, green MMs.
2: <laughs> yeah, all yeah, right. Uh, I mean we I mean we have catering every day. You know what I mean? That's so cool. It's like we sh- you know, show up to the to the venue and uh you, you go in the whatever left like cafeteria room they have set up and I mean it's like everything you can think of, you know, for food. That's cool, man. So
1: have you met any uh, really uh, cool I
2: actors think, doing that?
1: That come out the shows or right Yeah, like uh De Niro or somebody uh, cool.
2: Well, let's see. Uh the one that comes to mind is um I opened the dressing room door one day and Reese Witherspoon
1: was right there. Oh, cool. (laughs) That's awesome. Trying to think. Yeah.
2: Uh, David Spade's been to a couple shows. Very cool. Yeah, that's really Um, cool, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, every once in a while, there'll be somebody that pops in.
0: So if you were, if you were to hunt, if you had your choice to hunt with anybody, who
2: would it be? Alive or dead? Yeah. Alive or dead. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) Hey, okay. Here's one. Uh,
0: probably uh, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Oh, oh, cool. Okay. Interesting. Okay, okay. I
2: used to have his poster in my bedroom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was. A, I mean, I was a huge Bo Jackson fan growing up. I mean, I have backs of Bo Jackson cards. Like not like no, not doubles. Like all singles, and they're all in pla- all plastic cases. Even if they are worth ten cents, I put them in plastic because <laughs> I was such a huge fan. And then I found out later on. I found it later on he's a bow hunter, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> Things just yeah, I changed. I think I watched him shoot a yeah. alligator.
1: That's pretty cool. Have you ever had any success with spot and stock hunts besides the elk? That I'm assuming you spot and stock the elk you shot.
2: Where I hunt in Wisconsin, it's pretty much. I mean, it's pretty honestly, it's pretty open. Yeah, um, but man, they're, they're 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 spooky. Up they're skittish. Up there, where our farm is, it's really a lot like hunting out west because there's patches of you know. Forty acres and fifteen acres and eighty, and then there's like a hundred acre cornfield you know, in between all these
1: places. What you should do is call Chris Hood and get over there on the Hood property because I know he shoots some big monsters on that <laughs> lot. I know. I think
2: he. I think he's got him like penned up, and then he's like, <laughs> he
1: um, has to. Like, days? That guy, man.
2: Like, days? <laughs>
1: uh, Chris, I'm telling you, if you're listening <laughs> to this, I want my invite. <laughs> Stop holding out on me. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> I remember one year he like shot this monster on opening day, and he's like, "Yeah, we had his pattern."
1: Yep, that's the one. I remember it.
2: He's what? He's let it out of the pen. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, that that was awesome. I'm gonna now I'm gonna get Chris on this podcast just to throw that at him,
1: like Jimmy Herman said, "You had that thing in a pen." Yeah, that's too funny. I don't know how much land they hunt on. I think it's like 300 acres, but I know it's a decent chunk. It might be more than that, but I know it's at least 300. We're just moving along. This podcast is something new. We're just rocking it out, trying to have some fun with it, getting some really cool people like yourself on, and uh, you know, just seeing where it goes. Have some fun. It's bow hunting.
2: Yeah, I love it, man. Can't go wrong. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) No, I mean, how can you not talk about
1: it? That's why that's my point. It's just so you know, it's such an amazing heritage, and I think that you know we've seen it obviously since we started in 2009 we started this and we we've we really have tried in our best interest and in everybody's best interest to to raise awareness of bow hunting and try to get more people involved get kids involved And I think uh, these are the kinds of conversations I'm trying to project with the podcast is get more and more involved. That's I
0: think that's where guys like you, I mean, really come into play too, is that you you have such an influence out there with what you do and and the places that you've been and the things that you've seen to really show that side of the hunting world and and that it's real people doing that, um, you know, and you can, everybody can get out there and do it. I think you have such an influence and I just want to applaud you for that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It's
2: just something I'm really, I mean really passionate about, you know, like, I mean, (laughs) my, my wife, so sick of hearing about bowl honey <laughs> 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 Mine too. I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you about the worst, the worst thing you can do is get a bowl bread start working on a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I call that a positive problem, though. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I woke up early this morning and I was like, oh, I'm going to have my, uh, my. Uh, I, I had to put a new surgery you on, know, a serving mine on uh, my strings. So I was like, I'm going to get up super early. Before, you know, my wife and the kids wake up and I have my bows done. It was like 11. I was like, w- how did I find other things to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm, like, I'm like always tweaking, always tweaking, always trying new gear and just trying to make your setup better, you know? So I'm like upstairs and then downstairs. And then I'm outside, shoot a couple of arrows. And my wife's like, what are you doing? You're like, I feel like you're just. Doing this just to waste time. I'm like, hey, <laughs> the struggle is, is real. Very important. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't struggle with it, but I, <laughs> right. maybe, maybe maybe she does. I don't hey, know. that's
1: your decompress time. You go out, you do your job, What's you make up? the money, and then it's your decompress yeah. time. Tell her. Maybe she should there be you on go. the show. Yeah. We can talk to her about it.
2: <laughs> hey. hey, yeah, bring her on. It that would be so very funny. interesting. So when when you yeah.
1: uh you guys got any shows planned for Detroit?
2: man we don't you know this is uh, oh. kind of an off year. we kind of i know man i'm sorry we, i want uh, you to stop uh, in we please. want to show you the
1: studio have you in person that'd be awesome man well
2: i, I would love to i want to um i wish we had known each other earlier like this last year because we could have hung
1: out well it's gonna happen it might not happen this year but in 18 it'll you might be coming back through on some sort of crazy thing but if you're in michigan you're always welcome to come here jimmy we appreciate you being on the podcast um if you need anything more any more swag let no boom know yeah. he sent it to you you yeah. got it i know you were talking to me it was pretty big i got it i love it thank you no boom no boom's ahead of all this swag gear so we want to make sure you got a cool little kid if you need anything else for the kids or anything let us know we'll absolutely get it out to you um highly appreciate you being on the show and uh hey good luck out there this year in the season and uh if you you know if everyone come back on you're always welcome at bhp whether in the studio or on the phone Awesome, I appreciate you guys so much. Thanks for having me on. All right, oh, thanks, thank you. man. So, uh, Jimmy Herman. I mean, come on. Yeah, pretty cool, right? <laughs> that was yeah, pretty sweet, yeah. man. I mean, a guy that, you know.
0: <sighs> There's so many passions, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's I, I can't imagine I balancing to, that kind of passion. I have to know? admit,
1: I feel like I'm him. I mean, I play a lot of guitar. Well, without the touring uh, and the money and you know all that, and, and, and yeah, so close. And the Great. looks. I mean, I mean, you're a good-looking
0: guy, Dave.
2: But.
1: <laughs> I guess in the quality of playing guitar, too, is a problem. A little bit of a difference there, you know, a little bit of a difference in quality. I guess when you, I guess my thing about music is uh, you got to be good at it. There's no doubt about it. You know, yeah. you have to be really good. But the other thing is, when you play every single day is your job, you're going to get better at it. It's like BHP. We've done it every day. We keep getting better right. at it and better right. at it. Just like this podcast. We're gonna keep getting better as we do it. And I think uh, if if you can make it your job, you're gonna get stronger, you know. If, if I'll uh, try to convince my wife into let me quit my job, work BHP full time, see how that works. <laughs> Come on, Elisa. Make it happen, girl. <laughs> No, but yeah, I mean, uh, Wisconsin, man, what a great state to hunt, yeah. though. I mean, there's some yeah, big here and you gear up in there doing
0: that too. It's just uh, you know properties like he was talking about, just amazing. Yeah, yeah it's rare that you get an opportunity to really you know to do that, and um, obviously the passion shows.
1: So. I think we need to get Chris Hood on this this conversation. Yeah. Chris, you're gonna have to be on the uh, podcast. Call you out. gotta defend yourself. You gotta defend yourself <laughs> yeah, from your thing. pen buck. That's not really a pen <laughs> buck, but hey, you know what I mean. It was called a pen buck on this thing. Uh-huh. We're gonna have to get Chris on here talk some predator camo, and uh, that'd be fun. <laughs> and I, you know, I think um, talk some photography maybe. Oh, that would be there actually kind of fun. Chris yeah. is so good at it, and it'd be nice to pick his brain and get some. Give us the info. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, man, I mean. Uh... And maybe
0: we'll send you a box of swag,
1: too. We'll
0: <laughs> but Jimmy Herman, great to have you on the show again. We're, uh, we're going to sign off here at Bowhunter Planet. Please visit us online. Uh, check us out on our Facebook page. Everyone have a good one.
1: Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast. Online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.